Hey guys, and welcome to the Drop Off A Once in a Blue Moon podcast between father and son about life, sports, and everything in between. Today, uh, we are going to talk about the opening day of the NFL. So, today is the Friday after the NFL started on Thursday. So, we've had one game, and it was a shocking upset of the Chiefs from the Lions. What do you think? Wait, was it shocking? I mean, what was the line? I think last I saw this was before Travis Kelsey was ruled out, though. It was Chiefs favored by four and a half points. Yeah, I mean, it was a little surprising, I would say. If, you know, I I wouldn't necessarily have bet on the Chiefs, but I would have thought they they would have won the game. Uh, But it was still pretty close. It was 21-20. What were your first thoughts? I know you got to see the first half only since it was still a school night. But what were your thoughts on what you saw in the first half? I really thought that the Chiefs, just without Travis Kelsey, their offense couldn't, like, run. They, like, didn't have enough pass th- passing threat without Travis Kelsey. So, it was like, it's hard for the receivers to get open, so it was hard to, for tra- um, Patrick Mahomes to pass to anyone. Really? I mean, I thought he did a fine job. I mean, they weren't, like, a juggernaut, but um, what what's really good about, you know, ever since Tyreek left, and even now without Kelsey, like, Mahomes, like, spreads the ball around, right? So... Every receiver on that team knows, okay, if I just get open, like Patrick's going to find me. And what he's so, what, what I was really impressed by was, number one, the Chiefs' offensive line. They're giving Mahomes plenty of time. And if you give like Mahomes like more than like three seconds, like he's going to find someone open. And what really impressed me about him was just like his pocket presence. He never got nervous, even though there was like complete chaos around him. Uh, even on like a couple plays, there's like people like wrapped around his legs. He's still like scanning the field looking for an open receiver and he can do every single arm angle, every single, every single throw. And so it puts a lot of pressure on the defense. And I think where he really was failed in this game was in the wide receivers. Yeah. I mean, they lost like two of their main receivers. Um, who was it? Juju Smith Schuster. And did they lose Michael Hardman last year? And then they lost one other receiver. I forget who it was. But their receiving core last year was bad. Like, it wasn't that good. But it wasn't terrible. And now it's basically Valdez Scantling and then, like, a bunch of random people. Well, Sky Moore, he's their, he was their second-round pick last year, probably looking for him to take a step forward. Um, and then they have that, that one guy they called him his deep threat. Justin Watson, he was pretty good, although he had a, a play late in the game that he had a chance to go up and grab it on the very last uh, throw, um, but it ended up hitting his fingertips and bouncing off. But I would say, yeah, it was a really close game to the very end. Like, basically, the Detroit Lions at the very end of the game, they, they went into, like, totally prevent offense until at the final drive they were able to pick up the first down, um, and Casey was out of timeout, so that effectively iced the game. Um, but what was crazy was, like, they they really scored because they had a pick six, but that wasn't I don't think it was a bad throw. It like hit off the receiver's hands. And so you can't really blame Mahomes for that. And so I would say it was a mixed bag. They don't like what you're pointing out, I think they don't have a true number one receiver. Right? And in today's league it's it's pretty hard not to have one of those guys. Some teams even have like, you know, two two really elite receivers, one A, one B teams, right? But they don't have anybody, at least from the wide receiver position. Kelsey is really their number one, and without him on the field, that really changes the dynamic of the Chiefs' defense or the Chiefs' offense. Like you said, um, I would say their their tight end did kind of like a impression of Kelsey that was not bad. Gray, 
he's not too bad. And then that other guy, Blake Bell, scored the touchdown. So I, I could I would say you could get like some of the production, but what you're really missing is like, hey, when you when it's like third and seven and you need those seven yards, who are you gonna go to? Like who do you know is gonna get open and won't get you that yardage? And you know, previous seasons, Travis Kelsey. And when he's not out there, you just don't have that. What do you think about the Lions? Like, do you buy the Lions hype? Some people are like picking them, you know, kind of a sleeper pick for even the Super Bowl or kind of advancing in the playoffs. Where do you th- where do you what do you think the Lions look like? I was really impressed with Jared Goff. I mean, like two years ago, he was completely dead, and now he's like driving the team down, like against the um, Chiefs. I thought that was really impressive, and it's just um, what's his name, Amon Ross St. Brown, so good. I mean, really impressive. They were, I think, one of the top offenses in the league last year. But at the end of the day, they only put up 14 points as an offense. I mean, do you think that's very good? Like, I don't think that's going to cut it if you're – and maybe the Chiefs defense is that good, but they didn't have Chris Jones, who's holding out for a new contract. So you don't have basically one of the best defensive players in the NFL, obviously definitely one of their best defensive players. I don't think Goff got sacked, so there wasn't too much pressure on the quarterback. Um you know, there's some quarterback pressures, but I don't know how many QB hits. I don't think there were any sacks. But without Chris Jones out there, they still only put up 14 points. Yeah. What I'm really confused about is why they dra- um, spent so much draft equity in, what's his name, Jameer Gibbs. If he's their RB2, he only had, like, five rushes and, like, two, two t- three targets. And they spent the 14th pick on him as a running back. Or was it 12th? He, they spent a really high pick on him at at running back which is really confusing to me what do you think uh i think i think it was the 12th pick but i was actually really impressed with gibbs i mean he's definitely like their their fastball you know change it up from montgomery montgomery you know kind of like their grinder their workhorse run in between the tackles and i really like the way they used gibbs on like sweeps and counters using his speed get to the edge on the outside and he picked up a, a few first downs like he didn't have that many touches but Whenever he did touch the ball, like he did something, which was really impressive to see in the first game. Um, I would say, kind of learning curve probably for a running back is lower than for a lot of the other skill positions. Um, like I, I think it's not surprising to see a first-year rookie running back do really well in the NFL. Whereas sometimes it takes like other wide receivers, definitely quarterback. It's really hard to step in as quarterback and to be successful. Um, and so I was. I agree. Maybe it was a really high pick. Maybe 12 is too high. But I was still impressed by what I saw from Gibbs um, in his kind of limited action. Yes. So Patrick Mahomes threw the pick six that, um, uh, what's it called, the Lions scored off of. Do you know who Brian Branch is? Is he the guy from Bama? I think he was their second round pick. Uh, I don't know who I don't know who Brian Branch is, but they were talking about this on the telecast and make a big deal about kind of the Lions. The secondary used to be a weakness, and now they revamped it. They got C.J. Gardner Johnson, who I think is a difference maker for them. And so I th- I think they're thinking like, okay, now we got all three levels right. So when you're talking football defense, you're thinking, um, you know, front line, linebackers, secondary, and to be successful, you kind of need to be good in all three levels. Um, and so hopefully they shored up that weakness. You know, limiting Mahomes uh, two touchdowns and two field goals, that's pretty good. And they only scored 20 points, and obviously uh, they were able to get out the victory by one point. And, hey, it doesn't matter how much you win by. Uh, I don't know how much this says about 
both teams moving forward. Obviously, without Kelsey and Chris Jones, the Chiefs are a different team. Um, but maybe maybe it's not going to be a cakewalk, especially if Jones holds out half the season that he's said he's willing to do. Like he says, he's willing to miss up to eight games. And who knows how long Kelsey's going to be out. This is for, I think I saw this first game he's ever missed because of injury since the 2013 season, which to me says he probably could have played but they're being cautious. You know, obviously he's not as young as he used to be. They're thinking about the long haul of the season. Uh, they're not worried about, you know, just, just game one. But they're worried, you know, they have Super Bowl aspirations. So they want Kelsey to be healthy for the whole season. Don't want to aggravate anything. So it'll be interesting to see how long he's out for with this bone bruise. you have any other takeaways for the rest of the season from what you saw? No. Is there any other matchups you're looking forward to watching this weekend? Can you remind me what are some of the big ones? Um, Let's see. Um, I think... I know it's Giants, Cowboys. Yeah, and then I know the Patriots are playing the Eagles. That's Ooh. the only game I know. That's probably the game you're, lo- That's probably the game you're looking forward to. Uh, battle of two, two of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Jalen Hurts versus... Uh, what's that guy's name? Mac, Mac Jones. Mac, <laughs> Mac Jones, the quarterback that was so good that Bilicek was willing to w- uh, cut all of his other quarterbacks. What do you What do you think is going to happen in this game? How, how are the... Patriots looking for this upcoming season I don't think the Patriots are very good this year they they're gonna have a good defense but their offense I don't really trust with Mac Jones playing so hopefully Mac Jones can have a better season than he did last year and not get benched so yeah yeah so I I think the question that's gonna be start kind of um in the waters at least is is Belichick just done I mean, obviously, one of the greatest NFL head coaches of all time. Uh, unparalleled success with Brady. Uh, but, you know, it's been a while since, it's been like four or five years since Brady's been there. The team hasn't really had much success uh, post-Brady. He's getting, I think he's one of the oldest coaches in the league, too. Um, what do you think? Is Belichick's, time, is Belichick's time done? Maybe after cutting their best quarterback and moving him to the practice squad, I think I think he is done. That was a sign of... Maybe him not being as well as a coach. Yeah, we'll see. It's really interesting. I mean, obviously, you give him the benefit of the doubt with all the success that he's had. Um, but it's it's hard to stay on top of your game. And he's had so much success that really he's had a lot of drain, like, you know, all of his assistant coaches, right, um, are now head coaches in the league. He's, like, mentored so many people, so many people have come through his staff um, that at one point it's just drained, and it, it's really hard to maintain that level of success for an extended period of time. Uh, so that would be a really good game. It will be interesting to see uh, how the Eagles look. Um, obviously, they were the Super Bowl representative for the NFC last year and looking looking to get back there. Who do you think are some of the who, – who, who would you say are your favorites in the NFC and the AFC? Um, I really like the Chargers right now. I think they're a sleeper team with – they also got the wide receiver through Quinn and Johnston, who I think will be good. <clears throat> and I think Justin – they have, like, a really good offense, and they fired their offensive coordinator, who I think was the problem. So I think they're going to re- do really well this year because Justin Herbert, I feel, is just, like, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. And let's see. Who else Who else is there? Um – I don't really know who I like for the AFC. That is the AFC. Or NFC. Uh, NFC, the main guys right now are 49ers, Eagles. Some people are 
even thinking of Cowboys, which we'll have to see. I mean, the Cowboys have been hyped in a lot of other seasons, so they just haven't closed the deal. We'll see what Dak Prescott looks like. Um, but I think, you know, the easy way for the favorites is just say, hey, who are the best quarterbacks in the NFL? And then you kind of go from there. Obviously, that doesn't apply to the 49ers. I mean, we'll see how Brock Purdy looks after his UCL um, injury and recovery. Uh, but obviously, there's so much talent on that team, and the defense is so good that uh, you just need a quarterback who's like average to above average, um, and then you got a pretty good chance. And then on the AFC, like you said, it's Herbert, who I think is widely considered top 10 quarterback. But then you got the guys at the top of the league. You got Mahomes. Um, you got the Bills with Josh Allen. And you got Joe Burrow, who. We saw yesterday signed the largest contract, at least guaranteed money, uh, per year. It's not as much as Patrick's, but that's because uh, Mahomes' contract is so much longer. Um, but Burrow signed that five-year, $275 million contract, which according to your math, you're in advanced math, what is that per year? $55 million per year, which is an insane amount of money, but still not as much as the NBA. It's not as much as the NBA, um, but also taxes you got to pay taxes to the government and uh so they signed that 55 million dollar contract uh but at the end of the day they're probably only taking home like about half that so maybe about like 30 million maybe a little less which is still a lot of money don't get me wrong it's a lot of money but uh it is you we hear these big contracts but we forget that hey that's not actually how much money a person takes home that's how much money uh the team gives to them and then they give a lot of that back to the government uh, so Joe Burrow, congratulations. Uh, and then he kind of just sets the bar for, hey, this is now what it costs to keep an elite quarterback, which Burrow, um, by all accounts, is a uh, top five quarterback in the league. Um, so, there, yeah, Bengals would be one of the one of the options. So opening weekend is great just because you, you have all these expectations, these hopes, uh, these ideas, what you think teams are going to look like. But then at the end of the day, you got to play the game. And then we'll see how much we can learn from week one. Obviously, it's just one week, so you can, it's it's hard not to overreact. You think that, oh, what happened in week one is going to happen the rest of the season. Uh, but hopefully there are some things that we can take away from the games uh, that we look at. So I'll be watching maybe probably only that uh, Sunday night game with the uh, Giants and the Cowboys. Okay. Another matchup that sounds interesting is kind of what's the steelers Bengals. That's going to be a close game. And I think that might be one of the best games. I think so, right? Look that up. I don't I think the Steelers I thought the Steelers were playing someone else. But if they are playing each other, that would be a great game. I don't think they're playing each other. I think well, we'll see. All right. Well, it's Friday. Have a great day, buddy. What's so funny? Love you.